everybody. Welcome. Hi. Hey. Whoa. What? Oh, hey. That's I'm so bad at starting podcasts. I'll never get better at it. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Jeff Has Cool Friends. I am Jeff May, and I have a very cool friend that I am bringing with me today. I'm so excited to have this guy on. I have been friends with him now going on, what, seven years at this point in time. Longer than that? Well, yeah, maybe longer than that. Even. I've had concussions, so I wouldn't remember. You, you've had a lot of concussions because you are stuntman slash comedian slash actor slash uh, bravado slash... <laughs> Slash one of those cliche types that yes, everybody slash, hates in sl LA. Slash handsome man that got off as a motorcycle to get here. Uh, Matt Merchant. Matt, how you doing, hey, buddy? Hey, everybody. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm great. Yes. I'm doing yes, good. Yes, you are. Got that Netflix money buying you it's, cars and <laughs> I do. I, I do. I, I don't. It's all gone. I've spent it, all, spend on, it all. all on Pokemon cards. Hookers and cocaine. <laughs> yeah, just not even fun. Not even cool. No, just like vinyl toys and stuff. I, just, I buy worthless Did you say vinyl toys? Yeah. Like not LPs? No, not LPs. They make toys out of vinyl? They, yeah, it's, it's a whole culture. Yeah, so Fubi. See, and, yeah, so. that world that you live in is so foreign to me. You get beat up for money. I do. I do. <laughs> that is thing. also foreign. Well, that's well, not foreign to me. Actually. Not foreign to you. No, no I hope you did your share of beating too. Yeah, I, I never got paid though. Oh. So you I got, did it for the love. I did it for the love of the game, which is very funny. Matt, you, um, I met you at, uh, I met you at the Good Night. No, not at the Good Night. At um, the Other Door, which is a bar, um, not too far from where we are. Yeah, yeah. You were doing stand up, uh, and then uh, right around that, the Liquid Zoo as well, which is one is a a respectable, uh, not so much dive bar, <laughs> and one is the diviest dive bar. Yeah. Uh, the most uh, notorious. The, a very notorious. Yeah. Uh, and in every documentary on comedy. And and it's you're one of those people that I think when I I first met you I was like you make me feel safe. <laughs> I was like, I'd like to thank you for making me feel safe. Which is strange because there's a lot of people who are like, I don't, I, I frighten, I have a frightening presence. We got, not to me. Well, you're I'm, not a boy. I'm not afraid of you. I just like you. Yes, I, mean, I, I know nice. that when shit goes down, people are going to look at you first. And that makes me feel great. <laughs> Who has the more punchable face? The guy who was boxing or the guy, that guy right there? Has no, I mean, if tr if trouble happens, people will go to you first. <laughs> and then I'm a close second. I get that. It's all my gray hair. But, but it it, it's all the fact that you are a linebacker. You are a <laughs> massive man. You are, pretty wide. You're, you're a big dude. Yeah, that's it's a we, we, we are we have similar dimensions, but we don't. I think we're <laughs> about the same height. Um, but you just, you are a, you're larger, a lot lighter. Yeah. You're a lot better shape. I'm you're leaned out. Shape, yeah. You know what I did? I leaned out over the pandemic. Yeah, you did. Purposefully. So Dude. I wanted, I'd never done it before. So I, I, I oh, started set a goal. I went running and I was just like, well, I've never been lean before. So I made sure that all of my weight work was really light and, yeah. and, you know, um, jumped a lot of rope, uh, low weight. No, I was running. Oh, didn't even jump only rope. running. Even when I was a boxer, I never, I never ran. I only oh. jumped rope. Oh, okay. Uh, and then finally I was like, dude, just f run. And I did. And it went from like the first run was less than less than a mile. It was like less than three quarters of a mile. Okay. And I was winded. Within two months, I was running five Ks. Yeah. Like daily. In like 15 minutes. Yeah. But not that good. Come on. <laughs> no. You were fast. No, 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 no. I'm not fast. I, I, I run like someone just stabbed me and I'm trying to get away. Um, but <laughs> you run like you're protecting your knees. Yeah. My That's good. <laughs> but I'm not protecting my knees. <laughs> but I run, uh, I, and I ran and I leaned out. I went down to about 191. 
damn. And that was the lowest I'd ever been as an adult. That's amazing. Yeah, I had a manager one time that was like, you need to list yourself at 198. I was like, I weigh 230 right now. <laughs> There's no way I'm selling myself at 198. Even in my best shape of my life, I was 210. You, I would say 210 would be the number that Dude, you would advertise. 191, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Congrats, man. I mean, thanks. It was like, it was, I think a lot of people were concerned. They, that's, that's the, that's the the double edge of it all is you're like, I'm in better shape. And people are like, but you look thinner than yeah. the fat guy that we remember. Like everybody wants you to stay the fat guy. It's, it is interesting that people, a lot of people like take it personally yeah. when you, when you lose weight yeah. and they're like, what does that say about me? I'm like, I don't know that you're not running. Like, right. Like I, you do your thing. Like it was like the, the whole Adele thing. Like when, oh, when she, she lost weight and everyone's she, like, it's like, I'm doing this. I'm, I feel better. Yeah. And you guys want to me for feeling and and, and yeah. enjoying how uh, you know anytime yeah. i see a larger friend adele's not my friend p.s not anymore she doesn't know who I she am. knows what she yeah. did that f <laughs> <laughs> but anytime like a larger friend goes on a quest and starts to lose weight i'm so excited it's for exciting them. for them yeah i get pissed off when people call them out i i i get i get upset when when people say you're beautiful as you are Cause it's like, that's not what this is about. That's not the journey. But so like I did that and it was interesting cause I had abs. Oh, see, I had abs. Right. And that was exciting for, for me. And I would like lay down in bed uh -huh. and all of a sudden I would just like go like, I would like, rub I my feel individual. I would rub my tongue and I'd be like, oh, I've never had these before. Right? Even like, even when I was fighting, I still had like a bit of, of chub around me. Even, you know, when I fought the golden gloves, I was 197. Um, and so to be leaner than that was, was very interesting. Dude. But at the same time, you know, people were like, you look sick. Uh, and it really just came to like, I was trying to find a way to write, write my own ship yeah. at the time and to, and to challenge myself with something that I hadn't done before. And it was a perfect time to do it too. Yeah. I mean, this is a thing. great neighborhood for it too. Oh dude, I, I would go this area. I would go for runs. So like my average, uh, my, like my peak runs are generally around six miles. That's a, great. A 10K is my like max. I'm not, okay. I'm not trying to do the marathon here. Well, so I would go for these runs and even at the, like during the height of the pandemic and I'd keep my mask in my pocket. Mm -hmm. and if I get ran by somebody, I would put it on. I would maybe run by like five or six people the yeah. whole run. Right. Like it was just, I happened to be in the right spots where yeah. like nobody's challenging uh, me. Barely any lights. Oh. I was barely stopping at any stoplights. Oh, that's great. Was, no, because I used to live uh, Studio City right around the corner. Lancashire's mm -hmm. a pretty good spot to be running, yeah. sidewalk running. Oh, yeah. So the, mm -hmm. it was pretty good. I mean, it, it was it was something. But I liked being able to do something that I hadn't done before. And I convinced myself I never could. Right. And that's the thing. And it was I was doing the same thing, like keeping my room clean. Yeah. And like reading more. And it was like all these things that I kept telling myself, well, you, you're not good at these things because of X. Right. And right, instead right. of that, I was like, well, why don't I just do them anyway? Yeah. Then I started doing that a lot more. Um, but this isn't about habits. me. This isn't about me. No, let's, let's, <laughs> we're here for a minute. No, this is about so, Jeff's cool friends. It's not yeah. Jeff has cool habits. I, well, <laughs> Jeff has conversational friends who like to ask questions that themselves. Is, yeah, you, you are. So when I met you for the first time, I was delighted. Uh, I was delighted. And fellow giant, which is okay. So a lot of people, <laughs> like, a lot of people think that. Because a lot of men do act like bugs in a mayonnaise jar where they're like, they're like, what the fuck's this guy's doing? Swing your dicks everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh, this guy's great. See? And, and it's also like, and it's it's one of those situations where uh, you were getting a lot of attention from the ladies. And I was, I was not. Uh, from the distance. They were... <laughs> 
They were. I was not getting approached by ladies, but ladies were saying stuff. I said no. Yeah, and and, and uh, I was like, this guy's like an Adonis. This guy, like this guy's gonna be pulling <laughs> so much ass, and it is jarring to me that you weren't. Oh, um, but hey, you know, I came and did my job, and uh, called yeah. it a night. And I mean, I don't. I people talk about chuckle and all that stuff, and I was like, where are they? Where are they? I was like, um, what is happening? And and. So and we had talking we and you were like sort of revealing your your background and we have on paper very similar backgrounds that are very different. You were a college athlete, you played yeah, football. I did. Um whereas I was a college athlete as a boxer. Yes, you were. Which is the the least respected version of college athletes. Dude, I don't know, man. It's right under the badminton team. Well, like, yeah. people weren't with us, but that doesn't mean that people were like what a cool group. Right, right, right. I hear that. They I were like that. these 20 year olds are fighting these misfits are for fun yeah, yeah right it was a weird it was a weird crew for but sure were you on scholarship no oh no there's no scholarships for boxing if no. you're really good at boxing when you're 17 you don't go to college you go you get pro. ready for the olympics yeah. i guess yeah yeah okay um, meanwhile i just i entered i was heavy when i started and that's why i did it see honest. That was the whole thing was football made, made me start losing weight a little bit because we were both fat kids. I hated football. Oh, I f- hated it. I played it in high school. Uh, I was a lineman. I was about obviously. to say, yeah. you had to do the labor. Yeah, see. I was the offensive and defensive tackle. You know? I didn't really love it until I got to play tight end. Oh, I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, those are like being an end, being a defensive end that or, or a the, tight end. In that case. My those senior year, my senior year, I was like, hey, coach, I want to play DN and I want to play tight end. And he said, I need you on the line for one. So pick and I'll let you play end on something. I said, OK, I'll play DN. And then as an offensive lineman, um, a defensive lineman took out my knee. I was oh, supposed fun. to go to Maryland. I was supposed to go to University of Maryland. They were going to put 30 pounds on me, make me a right tackle. Yeah. And then they took out my knee. And my coach was like, what do you think about Frostburg? <laughs> It's like, um, I could probably play tight end there. Yeah. yeah and he's like, friend. yeah, yeah. So I went to a smaller school yeah. and the coach, we didn't even know I was in. We didn't, yeah. I, we didn't even know that I was accepted to the school. And yeah. I went to the meeting with the coach and the coach, Mike McGlinchey legend at that school. Yeah. Dude was amazing. And so we're talking and I was like, dude, I don't even know if I'm accepted. He said, give me a minute. Walks out of his office, goes, talks to some other people at the office, comes back. He goes, you're in. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. How tall Thanks, were you then? Were you because you're six three? Yeah, you because you're what six, six three four back now? then. I'm six three now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm old. So <laughs> compressed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right. There may have been a minute in my life where I got to six four, but it's not anymore. Yeah, because um, like uh, yeah, because we're we're. I mean, I guess maybe I always think of myself as being smaller, shorter than you, I'm and, and Eric Barnes as well. Oh right. And then I'll well, stand that's next a big boy. And then I'll stand next to them and I'll be like, oh, we're like the same height. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, fr- I don't give myself enough credit. It's true. For like it, like it's an accomplishment. You know. No, but still, it's yeah. it's not something that it is something we were given. But I mean. Yeah. I feel it on I feel it on planes a lot. Or trains. I wanted to start a new plane company where it's, you know, tall boys where it's less seats on the plane so, so we can be so comfortable broke so fast. No, but but here's the thing is like if you're under if you're under 6 feet, then you have to pay extra to be on the flight. Oh my god, the amount of lawsuits that would come from that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, they make they make heavy people pay for two seats. So it was like, you know, if, if, yeah, but don't they like have a big problem with that? Like that was like a big, it became a big thing, yeah. but that was the thing was like in this oversaturated market anyway. So I'm like, I'm not going to justify no, it's, a, a goofy idea to begin yeah. with. So. Dude, I tried to, we did a tour, Adam Todd Brown and I did a tour on a train oh. where we took train, the train to everywhere. Yeah. 
Let me tell you. It's pretty high living, man. You ever you ever do that? Yeah. You ever been on the train? I did Amtrak. I yeah. couldn't sleep on the train. Oh. I couldn't do it. Like oh. I couldn't fit anywhere. Like I was because like we didn't get the sleeper cabin. You car. didn't get sleeper cabins? No, but like oh. I saw the sleeper cabins and I was yeah. like, well, first off, that would be expensive yeah. for me to be able to do that. But second yeah. off, I was like, even there, I don't think I would be able to fit very comfortably. Mm. Cause like it's like a cot, yeah. It is a bit, yeah. yeah. Um, so I was trying to sleep there and I was just losing it i couldn't no, do it i yeah. think i took a 10 hour train thing from might have been connecticut to maryland when we finished uh when we finished the show and i was comfy i was like this ain't bad because i mean it's always good when you get to leave connecticut too <laughs> we were we were uh east haddam good speed opera house there it that is. is well that's because that's the other so, part okay so let's talk about that for a second because you played football in college but you were also a performer yeah uh, you were, you were a musical theater nerd. I was, which is like, I, I was, am. A, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a fiction nerd. That's oh. my thing. I'm, I'm See? a, I'm a pop culture nerd. Oh, um, so like, know. there's like those different kinds of nerds and oh. I was, I'm the most useless kind other than right now. I don't know. It wins you money in trivia games. It, it can. So, sure. It can. But, know. um, I always say that when people are like, oh, you're a nerd. Can you fix my computer? I'm like, I'm not that no, I'm not that nerd. No, 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 I'm not the useful kind. Right. Yeah. I could tell you about the comic book that was made on this computer. Yeah, yeah. I sure can. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, I, I can't play an instrument. I, I can't ca- keep oh, you a tune. Do that? I can't oh. do. No, I'm, I have the tinnest of ears. Ooh. I can't do. Sh- yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's, it's bad. I've had friends that were like, my, I think my I think my kids are tone deaf. Could you help them? Is that something that you can help? And I was like, well, let's try this. Let's try this. And they eventually grow, but it does take a lot of work. It does take a lot of work to put into it. Yeah, I'm not putting that in. And you're like, nah, I'm just, I'll just be happy listening to songs that I can't sing along to. I love music. Hey. Because we're hitting the season now. Because yeah. this is the, the, the holiday season. bop. That was in tune. <laughs> Yeah. That was uh, in tune. Yeah, you know why? Because I just said bippity bop. Like yeah. I didn't use words. Like well, no words. Then we'll just make you a jazz scat musician. It was funny because uh, I was I because I listened to once November first hits. It's like almost entirely Christmas music Jesus. for me, and, unless I'm working out. And people, <laughs> people do, like. And I, I made the joke on stage the other night where I was like, I'm really into Christmas, which is weird for people because I look like I tried to steal it. Like, <laughs> I, I, that's a great line. I do not have holiday guy energy, right. but I really am. Like, your jam. like my my tree was up this November first. Uh, my Santas were up. The stockings were there. I was like ready to go. I've always said you're not allowed to celebrate Christmas until people are dying on Black Friday. No, oh no, that no, was no, the no. thing. The, I was like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna capitalize these two months because here's the thing: well, Christmas is one of those seasons where, and like. Do you have a birthday week? No. Good. No, okay. I, I barely I barely have a birthday. Two months for Christmas leads me to believe that people are, but, it's always the people that are like, okay, no, but, it's my birthday month. But, but Christmas, the Christmas season is like edging joy. You're like, you're, mm. you're always getting a little bit of fun stuff. Like I used to, even as a kid, I used to travel like, you know, when I was like 16 and got my license, I would just go to the mall and hang out. Just, just be abso- around the energy. Absorb the energy. Yeah. I fucking yeah. love the energy. See, I always love going to the mall on Christmas Eve. Everybody was like, it's chaos. I was like, it's the best type of But chaos. it's chaos based in love exactly. and caring. Yeah. And like the desire to get something perfect for somebody. Right. Like I love It was that. great to be around that energy. So yeah. so like, and it's funny because I've I've told this to people before, but I'm like, I'm the easiest 
package to unwrap when it comes mm. to like figuring out my, you know, my psychosocial development and things like that. I'm like, we grew up broke, uh-huh. but my parents gave us all star Christmases. Right. Like my parents must have saved. The reason we were probably so broke is they were saving, saving up for, for Christmases. Christmas. And Christmas hit. Yeah. They would they would treat us very well. That's when I would get toys. And that's, that's when awesome. I would. And it was like we would go visit my grandparents and it was warm and there was food and, and it was great. Right. What's your most no- noteworthy Christmas, though? Because the, there was there were some all star ones. You the know the most noteworthy ones. Christmas one, probably the one I got, uh, Snake Mountain See? from He Man. Like there that one, that's a good one. But like, no, but it's hard. They all blend together because they were so dope, right? Now, so that to me, like that season coming in, that was when I was like, this is when going on like we, yeah. we lived in new england so it would be snowy right and we would like my mom was into christmas so we would listen to christmas music a lot we would decorate the tree we, like we had very from as dysfunctional a family as we had i was about to say were your parents loving though no <laughs> so this was when they loved you was during christmas season i'll, I'll say my, my my parents loved me very much but i was a very difficult kid i was very ADHD oh. and stuff like that we all push buttons so yeah i was tough i was a tough kid to have and i i recognize that i understand that my parents did their best but they were also very young you sure and and well it was that generation yeah 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 my parents you know i was 20s. when i was born my mom was 24 25 my mom was 20 when i was Shh. born born so those whoa. kids were tired whoa i know i think about that a lot. my goodness did she do college at all no no no, no just no. straight out of high yeah, school pumping just, out babies. yeah they, my dad my dad and my mom they, they were like the ultimate like blue collar yeah like, he went and got a job at the factory and then said let's make babies my dad was he was working in a machine shop and oh. then he went to he was a custodian okay and then he went to which is a dope job by the way dude uh our custodian drove to school in a Porsche. Custodian's such a good job. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 I it's one of the best paid people in yeah. school too. Yeah. yeah. And uh and then he, he ended up working for the post office as a delivery person right for, for forever. But like my parents divorced. Okay. And so then I would get the two Christmases. But like my parents were like kind of cool for a little while during the separation. So like right. my dad would come over and like we would do the presents there. And it was just one of those things where did they get competitive with presence after through the years not exact i don't i wouldn't say competitive but like you know and so like when it all it all sort of boils down to like christmas was a very important time for me because i got to experience a lot of the joy Mm -hmm. that the year didn't provide me for and i like celebrating that and i like doing that i like gift giving is my favorite it's so great it's so great i have given some gifts that i'm extremely proud of and then i love my family and we were all just like, uh, there came a time where my nephew was growing up and yeah. I would try and I'd get a gift. It, and it. then it got to the point where my family was like, dude, he just wants money. Yeah, it's giving money. And I was man. like, all right, there you go. There, yeah, like, happy, that's, happy Christmas. My, my niece and nephew, like, I haven't really been able to provide them with gifts over the past 10 years yeah. when I switched my careers. So well, like when I, I, I've been in the arts since yeah. the beginning. Yeah. And so I had good years and I had bad years. Mm-hmm. I had a year where a Pepsi spot was running oh, at damn. nauseum. Really? And uh, I had a friend who was like, the best way to get back at X's is to book a commercial. And I was like, it's oh, true. Funny, yeah. It's true. So, uh, so uh, it's this Britney Spears decade spot. Like every single decade where the tagline and my dad, my dad called one time. He's like, dude, I was just in Walmart. You were on every TV, man. I was like, this is awesome. That's cool. So though. it was a great year. And so I bought my brother's playstations 
And they were like, oh my God, this is a lot. And I was like, well, I had a good year. I was like, you may get nothing next year. Yeah. And then enjoy this now. Nothing next year. That's fair. Hey guys. So yeah, uh, we, this is the, this is the deal our family uh, bartered into where it was like, Hey, so I'm going to do my best and I'll try to, I'll try to get your, uh, it got to a point where my brothers were like, look, we don't need anything. Just make sure our kids are getting stuff. Yeah. And I was like, great. So I make sure that I make enough to take care of the kids yeah. for Christmas. But it was like, you know, guys, it's, there's going to be some lean years. I do presents over the course of the year. See, that's great. Like I, I like, I'll see something in April that I'm like, this is going to be a good gift for this person. That right. Is most likely. And you know not, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and, and like, we're not going to like, wait for them to open this. Yeah. yeah. And that, and I like that. I like the delaying of the, I love the anticipation, the, the, it is like I said, I you, you know, said I hate you're to edging. Keep, yeah, yeah, you're, you're edging, edging joy. that joy, yeah. that Christmas joy. Yeah. And like the thing is, is being in LA, like LA is kind of an anti-Christmas city. Everyone does this too cool shit. They love Halloween. Halloween is the ho- is the holiday that owns LA. Well, yeah. I mean, isn't does the parade still happen down in WeHo? Sure. Yeah, the Halloween parade or the, yeah, or the, the Halloween deal. Uh, I think they there used to be like canceled it this okay. year, but like it was still like everyone. It, was. That used to be the giant bit. But I worked here when I was working here. I missed one Christmas back home, mm-hmm. and I had to stay out here to for work. And uh, boy, Sixth uh, Street, hey, and not 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 Sixth Street, like uh, Melrose ish, Third Street, that mm-hmm. kind of area. There's like a big shopping center there. So by the Grove, yeah, yeah. So the Grove. If so you guys don't know dude. what the Grove is, yeah, it's a. And they went all out. They do. And the, the Grove does good. And just the neighborhood in that area. I was like, this feels super Christmassy. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It was like one little pocket within the yeah. entire LA community. It's, it's not so. that there isn't things happening. Right. It's just that like how many haunted houses and experiences exist in LA on Halloween, which right. is fine. Versus but then, like, how many Santas have you on the And laps? then all these people get like a hair across their ass. They get offended that people start celebrating like the Christmas season early. And it's like... You live in LA during Halloween. You don't get to, you're not being bullied. We live in a land of make believe anyway. We're making yeah. Christmas movies in August. That's true. So, this, which you this did is where do, we live. by the way. <laughs> you did do. Cause you are, you were, this is fascinating to me because, like, obviously, stunts, and we're going to talk a lot about stunts because I'm fascinated by this part of your career. Okay. Um, out of nowhere, it seems you were like, oh, by the way, I'm in a Hallmark esque movie. <laughs> called a holiday boyfriend which is available for streaming on pluto so it is free to everybody here with a roku uh you or or access to pluto tv you can go you can you can go there and you can if you go into the search bar a holiday boyfriend you can stream it Um, that's insane to me somebody called somebody called one year and was like dude you're on tubi now and i was like what's tubi and they're like it's 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 pluto means your movie's free (laughs) yeah and i was like hold oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it might be still on Tubi as well. I, could I, I just be. found I it know. on Pluto. Yeah. That's amazing. It's um, That's amazing. It, it is one of those situations where, you know, I, I was like, oh, and I watched it. I did watch it. It's very interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I thank you as well. I mean, look, I would not be able to make a movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at it. I don't I don't know how to do that. So that being said, it's much better. Yeah. So it's available on Tubi. You can rent it on Amazon Prime. Uh, you can get it on Vudu, iTunes, and uh, and it is it is also on Pluto. Wow! Even though the Google search doesn't have it as Pluto, that's um, amazing though. Now, I mean, because the first year it was basically uh, Amazon. Amazon was the big deal where yeah. we could push it and be like, you can rent it on Amazon Prime. You can get a DVD off of Amazon. 
blah, 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 blah. And I remember buying the DVD and I think somebody was like, uh, you're on Walmart too. Uh, so I went into a Walmart oh, going, yeah. are we here? And they were like, oh, no, no, it's, it's Walmart.com. And I was like, oh, but still, that's big. Yeah, that's that's, felt that's such a mom thing to right. be like, that's still good. Yeah. It's yeah. still good. Dude. Walmart.com, you know, a lot of people are doing their holiday shopping on the internet. They're doing it these days. Yeah. yeah, I got lucky. I got lucky with parents like that. Th- that Super is. Super supportive parents. I, I love that. Yeah. My, my mom, my mom thinks I'm a celebrity. Uh, See, my mom because you were on the Netflix. Even before that, she would. But one time, she like bootlegged my entire set. Oh, she! I did a show in in Worcester, and she's in the front row, and she's got filming the whole deal up. And I was just like, "How much room on your SD card do you have? (laughs) This is an hour." She's like, "This is a Samsung. We're fine." I'm like, "You can just call me. Uh, Like, you don't need to have this." That's proud mom right there. That's freaking yeah. awesome. It, it, it is very much. But also at the same time, like. She's making up for your middle school performances that she didn't film. Oh, boy. boy. <laughs> One time, speaking of Christmas. Yeah. We were at the Christmas. Uh, we did a Christmas um, concert, you know. And we were doing the Little St. Nick. Which it's is a little terrible song, but oh, that's uh, a great song. It's, it's very dated. It's it's one of those songs that they were just like, well, people are going to think this talking is weird in four years. <laughs> You know, it's, it's calling Santa a cat. It's like, that's not going to work. It's like calling Santa a dude now. You're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm I cha- a throwback, so I love all that. I verbiage. changed the lyrics to Little St. Prick oh. when I was singing it. Yes. And she noticed because oh. she was the only one that was paying attention to me. Right. And she saw me the way I was singing it. She could right. see the the, the pr- yeah. come out of and she w- and she started like she was laughing and then she grounded me she got angry that she, she was laughed. she was yeah. like she thought it was funny yeah. and then she, but she also was like you can't but that was in poor taste song. she was like why would you ruin this christmas concert it's supposed to be fun mm. and i didn't i get, get it at first i was like it's just funny right um but she was right like <laughs> yeah but i mean it would have ruined it if everybody heard it but she's the only yeah. one so you're like you were my target audience i still sing it that way now too of course you do i can't of not course you do I'm, I'm actually what is the berbiglia bit uh his brother they used to be in church and you don't know what i'm talking about no but i probably know the church because we're we're from the like, same area the same area yeah oh, He's sh- shrewsbury mass yeah oh so yeah that's I'm where you grew up there. shrewsbury i grew up in charlton mass um, okay charlton is uh most well known for having two very busy rest stops on the Massachusetts Turnpike. <laughs> nice. And uh and we the are, north and south. And we are near a place called Old Sturbridge Village, which okay. is like a like a field trip spot where it's always 1830. Yeah. Oh, those, yeah. Um, we have Williamsburg. Yeah, that's a yeah. bit more famous. <laughs> <laughs> Although Old Sturbridge Village was name dropped on an episode of 30 Rock. Once, hey, there so you go. There well, we go. that's Boston writers there. Yeah. That's the her Harvard people. The habits, yeah. Yeah. Coming uh, through. My dad was born in Boston. Oh, really? Yeah. What part? No. Some hospital some, some, in the area. In a hospital? Thank you. He was he wasn't uh, I couldn't tell you. Born I in a manger you. in Boston. I don't yet. think it was Boston adjacent. I think it was literally, literally in Boston, the heart yeah. of. Oh, hell yeah. And then they ended up going to Maine. Oh, he was a Navy brat. That's where I went to college. Ooh. I went to school in so Maine. You had some cold winters. I went from cold to colder. There's a lot yeah. of snow drifts where you guys were. <laughs> I, we went to, I was at school at University of Maine at Farmington. That's where I went oh. for the majority of my I educational my career. Buddy, I think my buddy John teaches there. What's John? University of Maine. What did he teach? Um some he, he's a nature guy. Oh, so, okay. and a science guy. Probably then. So uh yeah, you what, can tell we're close, right? What's his last no, name? John McGee. 
um oh that might be it, yeah, it was john and donna mcgee were a young couple that moved next door to us when uh, i was growing up and they were the best oh, just the sweetest young couple hadn't made babies yet just mm -hmm. figuring it out yeah just starting out like they were in their 20s and then they ended up going north i'm still friends with one of my professors family. so yeah. Yeah. that's awesome that's cool yeah there was yeah I, when I, because I transferred my, I finished at Worcester State College, oh. uh, which is now Worcester State University. Okay. Because I realized I wanted to be a teacher. Why would I pay out of state tuition at See, a different college? That's a smart. Yep. Um, but I, I got inducted into the honor society, which oh. was really cool. I was very excited about that. The historical yeah. honor society. I was, I was a top candidate, and oh. they let me in. It was really great. Um, Three point five GPA. <laughs> Three point eight six. And a boy. And the only reason it wasn't higher was because I tanked it earlier. Oh. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you. You 80, had to figure it out that first year where you're drinking too much. Eight, nope. Yeah. Never drank. Oh. It's just ADD, baby. Oh. When I got medicated, my my oh. GPA skyrocketed. Outstanding. <laughs> I was so like, you were going you were going before they were uh actually diagnosing that stuff. It and was one you, of those things where I out. think my mom because my mom knows I'm smart. So I think yeah. she's like, well, he doesn't need that. He's smart. Right. And right. where I was like suffering because right. of it. And, but she didn't understand he that. He just needs to focus more. Yeah. 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 And it's like, yeah. you know what would help? Concerta. 54 uh, yeah. milligrams once a day. <laughs> there it is. Um, a pill that helps me focus. Yeah. Yes. And it yeah. was. It, it changed everything. But so great. he ended up being... Um, he ended up coming to that ceremony because oh. he was uh, a history professor okay. in New England. And so, like, I guess the ceremony was all in the same area. And he actually ended up being sort of the person who, like, inducted me. Oh, wow. Which was he was like, yeah, and we're great. like, we're still friends. I follow him on Instagram. Well, that's the beauty of social networks is, yeah. you know, I had old college professors that checked in on Facebook and stuff and old English, my high school English teacher and I are like yeah. trading notes here and there and i was like this is amazing yeah i taught with my amazing. old teachers i did too in my hometown yeah when i um in maryland all you needed to substitute teach was a high school diploma and fingerprints so my freshman year of college i'm substituting it's that's yeah. reckless well that seems pretty I was, reckless I was, they they won the gamble on me because yeah. i was a good substitute teacher and so was my brother zach um both of us were substitute teaching in our off time from college and um I'm going back to the middle school that I used to go to and people are like, do you remember me? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, you were my math teacher, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was always that. I had the opposite where I got my job because the, the substitute teacher that they had, they had a permanent sub and he oh. ended up being like a creep. Crazy. So yeah. they were like, no, a creep. Oh, like a creep. Hitting on the kids. See, like be like leering, like really making the kids boom. uncomfortable. And they were like, and they were like, no. yeah, you got to go. See my freshman year of college. I'm back substitute teaching high school students that are my same age. I'm 17. They're 17. And a couple girls came up and like would give me their number. And I'm thinking to myself, I went here yeah, no, last no, year. No, Where no, no, were no. you last year? Yeah. I was like, this is not going to happen now. Yeah. I was like, I'm in a, I'm in a leadership position. This is not right. At 17, I knew that. You're like, I can't believe adult men who are just like, what the? F you're like, call me when I stop teaching. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And once, you're in your thirties. The dynamic is yeah, yeah. Right. Hit me up when you're when you're what twenty six, twenty seven. That yeah. seems right. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, so like yeah, it is really interesting that yeah, because you also you've done teaching as well. I mean, you, you you've engaged in that. So we our do, lives have paralleled we, in many many ways. They're weirdly paralleled. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean, you boxed, but I took a lot of punches to the face. So <laughs> bullies are mean. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's so funny, like as soon as I, like, cause I, I, I sprouted up real fast, but I was oh. always like kind of meek in, in the, the violence aspect of right, it, obviously. Right. But like, it is funny cause in college I basically like, I went away cause I, I went to a college for a semester 
and studied boxing oh. there. So I like disappeared. Essentially, I disappeared for three months. Right. Lost 60 pounds, became a fighter. Got that and then came the back and people were like, who are you? What the f yeah. yeah, it was like jarring for yeah. some people. Okay, holiday boyfriend. <laughs> you were telling Speaking me Speaking of ADD off mic, off mic you were telling me that this movie took a year for you guys to develop. Yeah, to, to, this was a film. one woman machine. Uh Olivia Dunkley who wrote it, directed it, starred in it, produced it with her friend Michelle. The two of them were forces of nature. Really? She had it all written out already. She knew what she wanted and she was directing it, so she knew what she wanted that regard. But she didn't always have the money. So she's like, look, we're going to film a few days. Then I'm going to have to go make money. Then we'll film another few days. Then I'm going to have to go make money. And so it was that kind of a process. And so we started, like, I think in the summer of one year. And then we ended up getting to film a couple things in October or something like that. And then we went up to Big Bear close to Christmas time because mm -hmm. it was snowing up there. So it was like we she rented out a cabin in Big Bear to like film this stuff and it was i Jeez. mean she's she busted her ass and i mean and it's 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 financially paid off for her as well right she she she's wrote like, i saw a post one time where she was like guys the movie just made its first money and that was like maybe a year and a half after it was released yeah because it was released in 2019 yeah 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 and back then it was like uh amazon prime and and uh, you could rent it on amazon prime you could buy the dvd on certain websites and stuff and it was you know she uh we were we were starting to see some momentum build and then the next year it got on tubi on the free sites yeah. and people were watching and i'm getting like random emails going hey i just watched your movie and i was like this is awesome yeah Hello. now that it's pluto it's on to be and not to be what is to be it oh oh this guy <laughs> with the jokes you that's see, good i, did a I was Hamlet like joke I was like, whoa, I got a little confused there. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. No, They're not all winners, no, but I'm going to say them but anyway. Every wordplay joke to me is a winner because people hate that. <laughs> I have friends I, I who are like, I hate it. puns. I was like, it's because you don't know how to make them. No, you can know how to make them and still hate them. Well, uh, but yeah, that's it's really cool. So I, I watched the movie because, you know. Thank I'm you for doing that. I didn't even know you were in it. I just watched it because I like holiday stuff. Uh, <laughs> weird. I thought it was a no. homework assignment but for you. So, so essentially, uh, I'm not going to give away the plot or the ending or anything like that. But basically. It's the same plot as every Hallmark movie. Okay, yeah, okay, so yeah, you're not giving away anything. So uh, you're, you're the... You're the small town guy in a big city, uh, which is different. The slight difference is that, you know, usually it's the woman, the big city lady yeah. goes home and sees the the small town guy and realizes that that's what she needed this whole time. Meanwhile, you're just a guy that works at what I what in my head I assumed was the Burbank Stables. Uh, um, we were up uh, Santa Clarita way. Okay, yeah, that yeah. makes way. That's much more affordable yeah. to film there. Yeah. Um, but uh, they that, they knew a guy. They knew a guy. Michelle was taking lessons. I think Olivia too were taking horse lessons with this guy who had a ranch. And they were like, "Hey, would you mind if we filmed here?" And he's like, "No, that's fine." Yeah, and so that it. was the thing with these shoestring budget films. You're asking a lot of favors, and she had a lot of friends. They both had a lot of friends that really, really stepped up to the plate. That's like awesome. this was a community effort. I was like, I'm so proud that this movie even got made. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty rad. Uh, and then you, because like also in the movie is uh, so Michelle Jubilee Gonzalez, yeah, who's also a stunt person. Yes, uh, who's most recent? Because I like I, I Wakanda Forever. She yeah, did stunts in Wakanda. Yeah, Forever. she did. Um, yeah, that's really cool. So, um, the, this, the holiday, a holiday boyfriend, it's, 
you said it was filmed over a year, and I feel like I love that your audience right now is like, wait, a Wakanda Forever reference? Is <laughs> now we're going back to this holiday word. Okay, style? yeah, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> They're already paying me. Fair, fair. No. Thank you, pay people who paid. <laughs> Shout out to the Patreon people. Um, but so it's it's funny because it looks like some decisions were made in between parts of filming because the initial introduction of your character, you're kind of a silent prick. <laughs> Yeah. Like you're kind of a prick. Yeah. And your first off, you, the first, you, your first show up is like, you're showing up like a character in Hee Haw showing up out of, out of a window. I, just I be pop like, up. Like, yeah. Bah! Yeah. Uh, and it's a, it's a scary jolt, which was part of the theme too. Cause uh, the, the thing was, Olivia said, I want this to reflect my real life marriage a little bit. Mm -hmm. She said, when I met my husband, he was kind of a standoffish prick. And then he warmed up to me and I want that to be an element of this. Like she wanted, yeah. she wanted there to be, you know, some truth her in the story, yeah. story, you know? Yeah. And I was like, that's beautiful. I'm happy to do that. I was like, do I get to be likable at all? And she was like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll have moments for that. Yeah. It, it starts, it, it comes in the, it, it's interesting because yeah. And, and as you develop, you, you, you soften and then you're just Matt Merchant on See, the screen where I was watching it. Like, wait, I, was, I know that guy. And I was just like, yeah. well, I know this guy. Yeah. I don't remember the other thing. Yeah. And then there's this part where there's, there's like a, a date that doesn't seem to go well, but there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that you're a dick to the guy. <laughs> and the guy's just like, what the f man? Can you get the gate? Oh, and, and oh, you, right. Yeah. And you just walk away. And it's because I'm an ass to him that the date tanks. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I was just like, I don't know if this is the message that I was expecting. Out of right. Because like think you do kind of tank the. I Because, you know, yeah. there there is that thing where it's like, you know, it's that Hallmark thing where it's like. Okay, so we know these two are going to end up together at the end of the movie. Now it's going to be fun to watch the obstacles that come into play. Yeah, and that's that's every that is, hallmark yeah. holiday movie. It's like let's we, we already know the the yeah. blueprint. Yeah, we know the guy in the green sweater and the girl in the red shirt are go, and the They're red dress end up together, on, exactly. the, on the cover are going to end right up, yeah. exactly. And that was the thing. And so I think with that date, she was trying to make him kind of a bloviating, you know, kind of elitist kind yeah. of thing where she was looking for a little more down and dirty, yeah. which is who my guy is. No, oh, he's down and dirty. Yeah. All right. Even yeah. though he has a no sex rule. That's right. He's, he's, uh, it's very, speaking of edging, very Christian <laughs> of you. <laughs> well, I, I think that's, I think that's part of the Hallmark formula. Yeah. Oh yeah. You well, know, it's so like, it's, it's a, there's like a kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. like they're, they're, they've gotten past it a little bit, which I don't know if you heard Candace Cameron Bure. That like mess. bloated statement mm -mm. of like it's hard so. to be a bigot in Hollywood, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> leave, yeah. man. Yeah, you're you're allowed to go. You Fuller. can go back to the. Uh, you can go back and talk about bananas with your brother. Yeah. Shout out to Jody Sweeten for being the good Tanner. She was awesome. Yeah. She and my friend Christine Lakin ended up doing like a show about the children stars who got oh, older. Yeah. Oh, really? Cool. And so she was a badass in that. Hell yeah! Um, so it was Jody and Christine, and I think there was one more. Who was like a child star? Yeah, that's so, rad as hell. Um, I love it. And but, yeah, Jody's Jody's. She's cool. Yeah, she's she got so like. Awesome. Didn't she get like a kind of bumped into by the cops or something? I don't know what the actual rule, but she got like shoved by a cop doing a protest. Oh, doing the protest stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. What a badass! Yeah. I had such she's a crush great. on her as a kid too. Dude, so like that was the you thing. chose wisely as a youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so glad I didn't go DJ. Oh, I was a team Stephanie the whole time. That's what so, it was. Yeah, that's how yeah. it is. Um, so I know we were talking about that real quick. Uh, I know that uh, you know we, we know that early people patrons get uh, get an early access to the yeah, show. Yeah. They get a week early uh, with early uncensored people. episodes. If you are listening to this for free, 
thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate your ears and your attention and sure would appreciate your money, but <laughs> you don't have to give it to me. That's fine. But if you sign up at Jeff, uh, patreon.com slash Jeff May and you sign up for the producer tier, there is a part in the show where I will read off a name that you request me to read off. Oh, and Matt, I'm going to do that. And there might, we might have some side quests along the way. So okay. I'm going to give a big shout out to show me in the rules where it says a dog can't play basketball. Airbud. That's, That's right. a great reference. Gray man, tell me your fears. <laughs> Jeff using deep blue sea memes to break bad news. That was. Do you do that? I did that about the death of Betty White, but that was like eleven months ago. Yeah, we well, gotta what's update. The deep blue we gotta update it. What's the de- <laughs> what was what's the meme you? So use? the meme I made was uh, it was uh, the shark was twenty twenty two. Okay, and the uh, and uh, Skarsgård was uh, it was Betty White, and it was oh. right before that he bites the arm off and kills him. Okay. Uh, and so I did that and people were like, wait, what happened? And I was like, oh, <laughs> sorry. Betty White died. <laughs> sorry, gang. Right Oof. before she turned 100. Yeah. Sorry, Betty. But somebody said that there were enough leap years that she she made it through that essentially she did turn 100. I mean, sure. Yeah. Why not? Hey. Um, <laughs> if we're going to be nerds, let's be math nerds. Yeah, let, let, let's be pedants. Everyone <laughs> loves a pedant. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, shout out to Tyler Wilgus asking seven in the time since he changed his name on this document, Jezbot had a kid, got a new job and got COVID. I have desperately begged him to change his name and he won't. Yeah. Jez. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, there's longer ones. Oh, shout out to Kimball, the casual Frankenstein, the target loss prevention officer currently hunting Jeff. I shoplift M&Ms at target. And you get away with it every time. It's the only way I can come. I (laughs) just. No, it's shout out to Valor. <laughs> no, it's it's one of those things where uh, whenever because I use the when they make me use the the self checkout, yeah, I'm just like, well, f- it. I'm, you know, I'm spending a lot of money on this faceless company. Well, that, see, I always I always blame shopping carts because everybody got lazy about shopping carts, and now they have to have employees go get the shopping carts. So now they're like, you be the cashier. So now I just put them. I have a, I have just, a system. You have a system that lets system. you get out. Also, you have to be white when you do that. Oh, 100%. Yes. White yes. and a, a white smiling male that's yes. friendly. Oh, they don't even. Oh, is this is this me? No, yeah. no, we're good. Okay. Do you yeah. ever shoplift? When I was a kid, I got caught shoplifting uh, $9 worth of Matchbox cars. And they caught me on camera because I didn't know that cameras were the yeah. deal. Um, I'm nine, yeah. eight. And this guy, this loss prevention guy, brings me up into a room where he shows me where the, all the cameras are filming and uh, how he caught me and, like, has me crying for, like, an hour and the cops come and get me. And uh, my parents, I remember I remember getting carted to the c- police car and my mom going, so that's where you were. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. And I still hear her voice to this day. And ever since then, nothing. No. Let me I'm tell like, you. Nope. Feels great. I bet. I, I bet it does. Pretty great to take something it's, from a big yeah. company. Yeah. Well, I have friends who do a lot of drinking too, who enjoy that. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not my scene either. I've had Anymore. alcohol once. Oh, serious? Yeah, I ended up performing under the influence. The only. Oh, right. It's the, the only, only time re- I've ever the been only drunk, reason yeah. I stopped was because I just I don't have a moderation button, so I no. was blackout drunk every single time. I would not want to be around you as a blackout drunk. Mm-mm. That that would be dangerous. Yeah. That's yeah. that would be like having a drunk horse. It's like how do <laughs> yeah, yeah you exactly. don't want that. Exactly. Um, shout out to um, Stephen. I'm having trouble reading this name because I'm illiterate. That's the name that they wrote? Yeah, that is. Yeah, oh, sure well is. done. Cody Beck. Shout out to Jeff thinks turkey is disgusting. No, I don't. I Ooh. love turkey. I actually really like turkey. I'm sorry that it's a boring meat for some of you, but I enjoy it. 
Um, Are you a gravy guy though? No. You got a drown in gravy? No, or do you I'm just, not. Do you like, just eat the turkey straight up? No, I, I like a little salt and pepper on the turkey. Yeah. All right. But I like a ju- I like it juicy, obviously. Sure. Well, deep fat fried, right? You do deep fat fried? Um, usually when I instead of deep frying, like I like a roasted turkey to All be hundred percent. Right. Like it's boring. I also only like white meat. I'm so f- boring. No. I'm Shout out. Man. To Lisa McCarty at Comics Book Girl. Comics with an X, girl with a U. Shout out to Eschilus and his tortoise. Ooh, Dr. DNA. Uh, I get to beguile. Uh, <laughs> that is somebody that knows a joke. Uh, of, of my brother, when he was in high school doing like vocab, Yeah. Uh, one of the words was beguile. Okay. And he wrote, and he got the answer correct. Yes, we can play Street Fighter 2, but I get to beguile. <laughs> Outstanding. And he got it right. He got the oh, correct answer. That's and that's awesome. been like a legendary joke. That's between, so yeah. great. So so I know who this is. That was trickery that. that character's uh strength? No, it was oh. just just Guile was the guy with the blonde hair. Do you not okay. know Street Fighter 2? No. Really? That somehow missed your purview. Because you were too busy building skills instead of playing video games like I did. Playing trumpet yeah, to Back to the Future. Nerd. Yes. Uh, the scene, shout out to the scene in Meet Joe Black where Brad Pitt dies. Oh, uh, with the cars. Yeah. 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 I'm never going to have a history podcast, you little shit, So stop asking. Uh, shout out to Mackenzie. Jeff made me feel like a douche for my Albert Camus reference. So now I'm going to make him say Eddie Haskell's obvious piss fetish. Chill. <laughs> Uh, Instagram and Twitter's at Bob underscore of underscore skull. Shout out to while my chocolate starfish gently weeps. Oh. Lemming Malloy, Norm from Cheers, Burrito Mouth, Dan Hackroyd. Happy holidays. What a, what a cute little That's name to put you. in there. That's a good one for Happy you. Holiday. Happy holidays. I, Jeff May, believe that there is no better streaming service than Tubi to watch Armand Asante movies. Uh, also is, to watch A Holiday Boyfriend. Is the Odyssey on there? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Do you remember Ar- that? Armand Asante seems like a lot of his movies end up on Tubi. On Tubi, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? When uh, he played Odysseus? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. It's right? not It's not good. You didn't like it? No, it's, he's not. Oh. I mostly a... remember him from Judge Dredd. Oh, there you go. Playing Schwarzenegger's right. twin, and we're all like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Twin? <laughs> we sure about that? Yeah. Close. There was a guy. There was a guy in one of the breakout movies, the prison movies, that had a jawline that was insane. But other than that jawline, he could have been uh, Stallone. Stallone, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's how they get you. It was Frank Stallone. There it was. (laughs) Um, Shout out to the itty bitty Millie committee. Pity the fool. Kelly says, "Eat the rich. They're all hoarding the blue check marks." It's a good Twitter reference. Hopefully, by the time this episode goes up, Twitter still exists. Yeah, it will. Um, shout out to the guy who played JJ in Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. You are the last dragon. Show them that you've got the power to glow. Can I tell you something? I was uh, doing a show last night at The Good Night. I was doing Avatar 2. Oh. Uh, Joe K with Kevin Anderson. And nice. Ethan Stanislavski. Um, and there was a karaoke afterwards, oh. and there was people. There was a guy there that was dressed like Shonuff <gasps> from The Last Dragon, Kiss but not not purposefully. He was oh. wearing like a big robe, but his right. hair was just like it. And I he was like, "Is that Shonuff?" Right? Do you know William H Macy was in that? Oh, that's so cool! Isn't that crazy? I did not know that. Yeah, is that like one of those things we're finding out that Ron Jeremy was in Ghostbusters <laughs> as an extra? 
<laughs> and you're like, that's weird. <laughs> William H. Macy was a character in it, so that tracks. It's not too deep a dive. Shout out to Lisa Harden. Shout out to Jessica Robertson, Silius Ruby, The Digital Phil, The Ghost of Dave Thomas, The Great <gasps> Radvertising Scam, a Jeff May joint. You were, you took a gasp there for a second. Was it the ghost of Dave Thomas? Yeah, he adopted Wendy. He did. That's he he was dad. adopted himself. Yeah. 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 How great is that? And his beef was fresh, never frozen. Right. Always fresh. He was a square. He was. He was a big nerd. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad he's dead. How about that? <laughs> Good riddance, Dave. Thomas. you, Dave Thomas. <laughs> Your fries uh, are great, though. <laughs> thank you for doing a lot for adoptability and for orphans. <laughs> you f- dead ass. <laughs> I did a show. I did Earth Girls Are Easy. Uh, the movie, Ju- uh, not the movie. Julie turned it into a musical. Oh wow! So, uh, and one of the characters in it was the girl who was the Wendy's girl for a little while. Oh, cool! Yeah, she's awesome. Oh, she's hilarious. Too. Was that the Wendy she's that was talking? She was the one that was talking mad <laughs> um, on people for ordering stuff from other places. I was think it, it that Wendy's been. girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really cute. She's very uh, cute. Very funny. Right? Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. Uh, I have a friend that played Wendy in the, those like epic rap battles. Things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. My friend Tasha, See, she did that. That's awesome. um, shout out to Aaron Meyer. It was me, Jeff. I've been giving you $10 a month since the beginning so you could afford more gas station Pop Tarts, keeping you sluggish, just <laughs> slow enough for me to steal Christmas. Um, <laughs> that's like layered. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's an that's internet getting every reference in there. That was a, that's they're definitely an internet reference. That's for sure. Um, gas station Pop Tarts, that's my go to travel food oh yeah when i'm like when i'm on a road trip or something you don't do snowballs no oh no i did i don't the texture is not i need something that has a i need to chew something no it's not that i don't like coconut um snowballs are so soft it's a very soft food and i like something that has a bit more resistance when i'm chewing it like chewing a peep i'm not i'm not a big peep fan it's not that i don't like the flavor it's just yeah they melt when you eat them i just i I mush Pop Tarts in my mouth. I don't really know that they get too much fight. You eat like a dog drinks. You just like <laughs> people love that sound on the mic. Uh, is that what you get? Is it snowballs when you go for a, a trip? I go for zingers. My so dad sweet is zingers. Us, yeah. yeah, my dad That's introduced not... us to zingers at a young age. Raspberry, I mean, banana, time, chocolate, or classic. Raspberry. Yeah, I like the raspberry, raspberry ones. Those are pretty good. When uh, when I still remember one of the first times, and he was like, "You guys." You gotta try these, and it was like, it was it was one of the it, we were so young that it was one of the first times that Dad suggested a delicious treat, and it was like, oh, he was right, you know. So it was awesome. I realize you're East Coast too. Do you have access? Did you guys have access to Drake's cakes? I don't recall Drake's cakes. We had Hostess. There was yeah. a Hostess. There was a Hostess like outlet up the street. Oh hell yeah! So a my JJ parents, Nissen like, and Hostess outlet. Yeah, yeah, they they bought they bought. We would buy like all that, that pies in bulk. And we had like a giant freezer that we would throw them in and just keep them for for the year. We, uh, it's really funny. Well, I have a funny story about that actually. Oh. The, um, because my grandfather used to rent his uh his land out because my grandfather owned a farm. Oh, it wow. used to be a dairy farm, but he decommissioned the dairy aspect of his farm. Okay, so he would rent it out to people that owned cows. And one of the people that did that, they would buy as part of feed. They would go to the JJ Nissen uh, slash. Uh, hostess outlet and get a bunch of stuff oh. and say you guys want to take anything take something like take oh. take whatever you want this is part of my payment yeah okay yeah where you know it was more just like a nice dude oh, to like some cool. to the little fat kid and yeah. i used to take the cupcakes and i'd bring them into school mm-hmm. and i would sell them at a boy and i was making like 10 bucks a day 
which is like for a seventh grader without a job. That's entrepreneurial right there. Yeah, that was pretty good. And then yeah. I got caught. Boo. And they got so mad at me. And I'm like, this is like a pretty good price, though. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, that was there. But uh, so you're you're my if I'm on the East Coast, uh, instead of gas station pop gas station pop tarts, I'll get funny bones, which is a chocolate snack cake with uh, peanut butter frosting inside. Oh, OK. Um, sort of like a Twinkie that's dipped. It's a, a devil's food Twinkie with peanut butter cream dipped oh, in chocolate. That it's sounds a, nice. Delight. Man. Yeah. What about a savory snack? Pepperoni. I would buy a just pepperoni a, stick and just eat it. Just eat it. Yep. Eat it like a like a f just gnaw like away at it like a dog yeah. with a bone. I did that. I used to do that. They used to have cow. it at the food lion. <laughs> you're gonna, you're, you're I've eaten so gonna... poorly. I should have diabetes. Yeah, taking out my leg right now. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, fair enough. Yeah, the nitrites alone. And yeah, that, like it was insane because I was. Uh, they had just introduced. Uh, they just built a McDonald's down the street right when double quarter pounders became Ooh, a thing. Yeah. And so after football practice, every single day, double quarter pounder. I like a double before dinner. I used to eat before a, dinner. I used to eat a double whopper every day. See? Uh, and that's what it was, man. Yeah. I ate I still eat poorly, but I have salads from time to time. Uh but you know what but, re I realized? I eat almost I eat vegetarian during the week and almost vegan. Wow. Sometimes I put feta into a salad. Whoa. But for good the for most you. part, my protein shakes, I eat protein shakes and salads a lot during okay. the week. That's um, great. And so for the most part, it's just one of those things where I did realize I was not putting any animal products in except the occasional feta yeah. in the salads. And I was wow. like, oh, I think I'm like, look at I'm me being good. Like a weekly vegan. Yeah. And then in the weekend, I just go wild. Yeah. Not every time if I go out to no. eat or something like that. And it's not a conscious choice, but I'm, but it is one of those things where like, you know, just when you're like, out to be your cheat day, you know, when you say, uh, like, you're like, I could never be vegan. Right. Cause I, I love blank too much. Oh. Um, but that being said, I feel like I could probably pull it off. Dude, Travis Clark is vegan, and I can see he, that. he and I will meet up for a lunch, and I'm always down to go to where he can, he can eat and it. we went to like a Thai spot, and they were like, so uh, I was like, I'm going to get like a Patsy U, and it was tasty. I got. I was like, oh my God. Is it the one on Lancashire? The Thai place, the vegan might Thai, be, might because I got right around the corner. I yeah, got yeah. vegan shrimp there, and it was actually really so, tasty. So good, they're amazing. It's yeah. amazing what they can do. I mean, I remember when I entertained the thought the first time was I think college, and mm -hmm. tofu was still cubes, and you're like, no, yeah, was, I'm not a fan. But of they tofu, have yeah. learned to do so much yep. that you're like, oh my god, this is delicious. I used to do soy burgers all the time. See, but. I couldn't no, do it's it. It's not good. I couldn't yeah. do it. I said the presence of vegan ribs lets you know that people want the taste of meat, but they also want to uh, be superior about it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, but I, I also get like if I could have a McRib without having, you know, I'm assuming 12 to 13 the, different pigs per sandwich yeah, die, like right. I would do it. You and, know, the, it's just, and the stomach rot that happens the next yeah, day. Yeah, it's just I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lazy this season. Yeah, I'm just a lazy piece of shit. Not, I haven't had any. I haven't gone to McDonald's. Oh, wait, no. I went to McDonald's the other night because I was starving and you I had still no didn't option. Do McRib? No, I got, no. I, I, I try to limit it where I got, um, a Mc, I was wearing a white t shirt for one. <laughs> so I'm not going to get a McRib. Are you kidding me? That would be expensive. That would be a, a $45 purchase by accident in a situation <laughs> like that. Um, no, it was, um, I got a double cheeseburger, extra pickles, extra onions. Okay. Because I love, mcdonald's fake ass onions yeah those, those like cubes. dehydrated yeah. rehydrated so onions good. and their pickles are amazing delicious so yeah so i got a double um, a double cheeseburger mcdouble or whatever and that's just enough that 
you know, you're getting that protein in there yeah. and, and like, yeah, you get your sugary bun and, and whatever, but it's goodness. not doing a lot of damage. Right. Whereas like if I went whole hog, you'd know it. I, when I did McRibs more regularly, yeah, every trip was two. I love it. Like, let me get two McRibs, so good. large fries and, uh, and the giant Coke. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm a so, Dr. Pepper guy, but I think the, the Dr. Pepper goes really well with the movie. I vacillate. Yeah. I go Dr. Pepper or Coke. You know, the only time I'm, I allow myself to drink soda is at the movies. It's the only time. But it allows me the opportunity to have access to soda and right. not cut it out fully. Entirely, yeah. And it's a great diet trick. And it makes you want to watch more movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. But it is a good diet trick to like, if, you, if you're like, oh, you know, I just can't give up soda. I'm like, well, allow yourself soda in a certain a situation. A little moment. Yeah. Yeah. And that for me is the movie. Trick yourself into moderation. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I consider it to be, it's not the only place I, uh, it's not forbidden to me. It's just, mm -hmm. I can only access it in one place. Right. And that, that alone removes the binging aspect yeah. of it, of like, you know, when you finally break. Yeah. You know, and you, or you do get a Dr. Pepper on the road or something and you're like, it's fine. Doesn't it taste like, better too? It's so, it's yeah. so much better, yeah. That's oh, awesome. I got more names. <laughs> shout Speaking out to, of, sorry, guys. Shout out to Cronenberger Meister Meisterberger. Three Jacob Tremblies in a trench coat sneaking into an R-rated movie. Parker Aylesworth. Just just Parker Aylesworth. Uh, taller than both of us, by the way. Oh. He's a very tall man. Uh, very nice. I worked with him on set. Very well, likable. Thank you, Parker. We um, look up to you, literally. Um, shout out to Christy Salinas, a delightful person, by the way. She's very sweet, very awesome. nice person. Um, hi, your friendly neighborhood mortician here to encourage you to please get life insurance. <laughs> um, something tells me this is a person that has been dealing with some rough stuff for some yeah. people. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not allowed to make them up. Definitely get that life insurance. Um, Jeff has colossal feet, probably. He's a big fella. What oh. size shoe do you got? I'm sporting a 13 these days, but only because I put insoles in them. I'm a 13 as well. Yeah. But uh, a 14 for more narrow stuff. Jordans and Nikes. Oh. And stuff. Like these are 14s. I think I got to go wide. So I go 12 wides yep. or I go 13 because seriously, I'm putting like orthotics in. I have a I'm wide. Old. You know what I do? <laughs> Spenko. Uh, S-P-E-N-C-O. They're cross trainer. Oh. That's the best insole. I learned about them when I worked at, um, at uh, Foot Locker 20 years ago and I still buy them and put them in every pair. I'm not going to lie. I did. I did it. Um, I did a commercial for Skechers and Howie yeah. Long's pitch and arch fit. Yeah, and the Skechers arch fit are old man shoes, but they feel so good. Yeah, yeah do you like those? The yeah. arch in them. I was like, this is this is like an insole that I would put in a shoe. This you, is awesome. You see these ones right here? These Jordans that I'm wearing. Yeah, these belonged to Carmelo Anthony. Beautiful. He sold. He um, donated them to Goodwill. Oh, the Goodwill um, by Val's place. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I went in and I was like, Jordan's my size, right? Like, and they were all clean. Oh wow. Because the dude's wearing them once, probably. Yeah. And I was, and the lady that worked there was like, she was like, do you, do you like Carmelo Anderson? And I was like, do you mean Carmelo <laughs> Anthony? And she's like, that's him. Oh. He just donated all of these shoes. So wow. I got two pairs of shoes, two pairs of Carmelo Anthony's Jordans in a size 14. That's amazing. And it cost me 80 total. Yeah. That's a hell of a deal. Well. These ones are good. God they're kind of boring. Will. They're kind of boring, but they're, I like them. Dude, you need a subtle pair for underneath dark jeans. I get it. So. I get it. It's subtleties. Good. Yeah. Uh, I used to be a 15 we've both lost the weight. I was on my way to 14. I, I wore Jim Lachey's cleats when I played. Really? Yeah. The, the Redskins used to, when they were the Redskins, yeah. they used to have their training camp at our college. Oh, cool. And so you'd see a bin of 
old stuff that was there. And it was like, you could have so-and-so's elbow pads. And I picked up Jim Lachey's cleats. Nice. I was like, I'm playing, in, I'm playing in royalty. <laughs> I'm going to be such a great tight end this year. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome though. That's pretty rad. Um, shout out to verbose minimalist world's humblest man. <laughs> Mind freak five fifty five says, if you don't like the grand Canyon, visit Providence Canyon, a real American Canyon. Is that in Rhode Island? No, it's not. We looked it up last time. I think it's in like Tennessee, somewhere in the South. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Ass of Bass. Shout out to Jen. Be earnest. Enjoy what you love. It's very sweet. Nicholas, you're doing great, Fabian. Oh, someone pays That's attention nice. to my Instagram stories. Oh. That's how I that sign off all stories? the workout videos. Great. I do. I do. You're doing great oh, at the end of those That's videos. That's nice. I try to it's people. Positive. It's important. Be a, be a power of positivity. I try to be, but yes. it's so hard because I'm such a huge piece of Well. Um, shout out to Gotham City OSHA. Jeff May convinced me to quit Twitter and you should quit too because it's awful. It is awful, but don't quit because I've been hemorrhaging followers because of everybody <laughs> quitting. Don't do that. I need that. I need the validation. <laughs> I don't care for pie. Oh, good. It feels so good to get that off my chest. I do like it though. It's Thanksgiving's coming up. What, what do you like? What's your pie? Pecan. Your pecan. Oh. That's my go-to. I think you're the second in a row that said pecan pie. Oh. What am I missing? I don't like pecan pie. How am I screwing this up? My mom didn't make it for you. That is so, fair. So that is fair. As dude, we all know, our moms are the best cooks of all time. Dude, uh, a friend of mine introduced me to Tar Heel pie. That's also Tar Heel pie. Wow, yes. Okay. The yeah. Best. Yeah. That's if you don't good. like pecan pie yet, maybe Tar Heel pie is a good intro. It'll warm me up too. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. That's the tits. I've really shifted to the fruit pies oh. a lot more lately in my old age. Blueberry. Oh. Like blueberry. Oh, that's uh, a good New Englander right there. Like this yeah. blueberry pie. I was in Maine, yeah. yeah. And apple. I love apple. I love a Dutch apple pie. Oh. Yeah. Um, jocular haggard cantankerous fool. Oh, that's a good one. Shout out to Vortispin. Uh, just boof it. Um, just added. All right. Uh, Jolly Holly Christmas fool. J-H-C-F there. Um, shout out to Jay. Friends of the crows demands a crow emoji. Hashtag join the murder. <laughs> Follow my dog's Instagram at bash noggins. Oh, that's, that's a sweet way to smart. use your money. Yeah. Uh, he's dumb and adorable. That's good. Oh no, that was about me. Um, <laughs> you get the Aldo Vargas rookie card, everybody. Uh, did you ever watch that? Don West, the guy that used to sell baseball cards on TV. Uh -uh. No, you don't seem like you would have seen that. So never mind. Shout That's out to, shout out to Baja. I feel so sheltered, man. No, you it's just, like, Matt, were you Amish? You were too busy living. <laughs> You were too busy living. I was like, did you watch this TV show at night in on public access in 2000 to 2001? And you're like, no, man. I was too busy building skills. I had just moved out here. Yeah. <laughs> um, shout out to uh, Koi Farm Art and Mentoring, Noland Void, Ricky Cilantro, Big Booty Boy, 42069. Mm. Uh, Maine, more than Stephen King. Up there. Yeah. Do you get up to Maine a lot? We went once. Yeah. Where'd yeah. you go? Uh, Brunswick. Ooh, that's boring. That's where my dad grew up. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, it's uh, boring. A lot of snow. It sure is. A lot of snow. I, yeah. I, I, I had good years in Maine. I loved, I loved being in Maine, but man, it's a, it's a weird place. You have to enjoy nature. Yeah. If you enjoy nature and you enjoy like getting out and walking amidst nothing, then it's your spot. Yeah. Fair. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is fine. Um, shout out to, uh, jumping rope, still a sport. Jeff not liking it, still a fact. It's fine. 
I don't like sports. That's the joke. Oh. Because I have I do a podcast called You Don't Even Like Sports. Oh. So people like to make fun of me for not liking sports. You're are you but you don't but you're not the condescending guy about it. You're like, oh, all you people in your sports ball. I do like sports. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just that they no, I wouldn't I, I hate that. Sports ball. It's my it's my biggest thing. I was like when I was working out a bit, I was it was, you know, if you say sports ball to me, I'm gonna say that uh I know that the millennial falcon does the kessel run the kettle run in like 21 in, in 13 parsnips, parsnips. <laughs> yeah. yeah what was the um somebody on on election day where like oh is a vote ball happening today right right i was like oh okay so if you're a sports ball person cut that out yeah it's obnoxious we it's don't not- appreciate the kind of sense that was the thing too where it was like you know you you watch those shows where like the effeminate musical theater kid comes out and goes i'm here to audition for the team and you're like you know that it's tryout. You know these things. You know what's happening. You are aware of these things. Yeah. I it's very interesting that that the whole aspect of like how how like nerds became the bullies right. in the past, you know, I said years, yeah. I had never felt more bullied than when I was going to an open mic one night. Oh yeah, comedians are garbage. All these tiny people that you could take in an instant. It's like you make you are making me feel like there were a lot like when I started comedy there were people that were like really me oh, and it was really ridiculous. just because of what i looked like yeah it's funny, one of my very good friends aaron marsh who's oh, like one of my yeah. very close friends yeah. and I, I i've called him out on it before where oh. i was like you you were such a piece of shit to me yeah. and he's like yeah that, that's on. on me i'm sorry early on when he was hosting over flappers it yeah, was difficult right. yeah. it was difficult sometimes yeah but he's such a sweetheart yeah and he's once good. he knows who you are that's what it was i think he actually got over it too good like he well, realized that he too. was up and yeah and started stopped doing we, that we've all done a lot of growing I think so. so. Yeah. I love when pe- people will say that to me a lot. They'll be like, well, you said this awful thing in high school. I'm like, I sure do. And I regret every yes, single. I'm so sorry for the ass syllable. And yes. I was like, and if I was talking to this person or like, I'm sorry. And yeah. and if you want to send that person to me, I'll apologize to yeah. them. And it's not right. And it's not okay. And I mm-hmm. don't expect an apology to undo the damage that was done. All I can do is say, I'm not that person anymore. Yeah. I, you know, I, I had terrible impulse control. It's yeah. not an excuse. Um, I'm sorry. It was yeah. cruel. Because I would. I, and I'm like, sorry for the person I was. I went on an apology tour to exes. I've like dropping emails yeah. and stuff. That's, being like, hey, I just want to say I'm so sorry for who I was back then. That's It's hard to do that. And it's also like sometimes people don't want that. Right. Which is hard to. Yeah. Like, there's that. Where they're like, they're like, no, you were fine. And it's like, no, I don't need you to sate me. When the when the Me Too thing hit, I, I remembered there was a girl I had a crush on and like, Okay, so I think a lot of people, our generation, we were taught that romance is like, um, it's sort of like John Cusack holding the boombox mm-hmm. outside the window. Being which relentless. Is, which is like yeah. low-key stalking. Right. It's, and so there was a girl I was very interested in, and and she didn't want anything to do with me. Okay. Um, but I didn't really know that. Right. And I'm not good at making my intentions clear because I'm not, I don't know how to do that. I'm, I'm terrible at it i'm not forward i'm not bold you know i i've lost probably a lot of sexual encounters because of that and i'm okay with that okay i'd much rather not i'd much rather not sleep with someone that wanted to than um to have somebody walk around being like jeff may's a creep right like i'd much rather not have that reputation so i I never minded that but there was this one girl where i I sent her this thing like i'm i'm sorry i didn't know like i thought that it was a a sweet gesture to like 
wait in the parking lot where you were working so I could uh, give you a letter or something. And and I was just like, I'm sorry. It's not only is it embarrassing for me, but also like, I'm sorry that I made you feel nervous or uncomfortable. She was like, I don't remember that at all. And I was like, well, I do. Right. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. It was so crazy because like in the entertainment world, it's like you're just convinced that every casting director remembers a bad move you made. Yeah. And it's like, I remember I was in an audition one time and the casting director couldn't find my headshot. And then finally he was like, wait, is it in my chair? And without missing a beat, I was like, not even 11 o'clock, you're already sitting on my face. The pianist laughed and nobody else did. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm not getting this gig. You're like, that's my bad. I thought I was going to be a good funny joke. But and I was like, me. I was like, and then I tanked the audition because I didn't feel right. And then uh, I was like, this guy's never calling me in again. And then he called me in like two months later, all hugs. Didn't even remember it. I was like, oh, okay. So people don't remember some of the things that you do. But you know what? I I, And I think maybe that is selfish out of my own edification to like hunt this person down. But in my head, I was like, I bet they remember this. And that was a jar. It must have been jarring because I remember she got like somebody walked her to her car. Right. And then later on, I was like, oh, it's because there was a creepy guy in the parking lot. Yeah. Right. And and it was like, no, there were no negative intentions. There was no violent intentions. But I still was like. I think of, I still think about that, and, yeah. I, and and it was like so. I sent that message and was like, I owe you, I owe you the apology of saying right. I didn't understand how to deal with these relationships. I didn't have that right. information, but that's not an excuse, right? Uh, and that to me, and isn't it humbling that we weren't as important to people as we thought we were? I think that's a pretty yeah. yeah. You know, I think I told myself a lot of that. Like this person doesn't care about you. Like they're not interested. Kind right, of thing. right. But it was like it was also I was still making those because it was right after I had lost weight, oh. and so it was just I was getting a lot of positive feedback about stuff, about yeah. that. But I was still not confident. Okay. So I was trying to take people's word for it. Right. <laughs> I had to like because I'm still not that. I still don't think that way. Yeah. But I do take other people's external viewpoints and yeah. i hear what they say and i'm like well if people are saying that then that's fine right but i still didn't know and it's some people you're just like they just not in, they're you're not their flavor right and that's right. fine i've had people on the show well, i've had a, people on this show that i was like you want hey and they're like no oh okay great. yeah well i i had uh, i got set up with somebody recently where i was like lovely lovely all right and then i met her and i was like you were destined to be a friend yeah. Whereas like immediately I was like, I don't feel the zing and yeah. you know that they don't either. Yeah. You know? So it's like, all right, this so, is fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's be, well, let's be buds. Gave or, this a shot. Yeah. Or never talk again. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I had, uh, yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, there's a couple of exes that I'm still friends with or that I've like reunioned with yeah. as being like, Oh, well, this is much better Yeah, now that we're not involved sexually right like right, it's a right. much better experience so it's a different dynamic, to, yeah. yeah but also it's like a very hard like sometimes like, like they have to have husbands right like right. It, i have to have them in a situation where they are they they know that Completely i'm not trying to be a creep yes. and that and right. i think they know me well enough to know i'm not going to be right. but there is that like still underlying. Like, i'm not trying to yeah. f- you but right like, we're, we can be cool now right yeah right you know what? Why don't we just keep moving forward? Um, shout outs to, um, uh, d- did I say uh, Jennifer Findelander, uh, AV Foundry, Patrick Dore, Bart Fartigan, Jeff Hordes Christmas Festoonery, JHCF. You see Jeff oh, has cool friends. They everybody's like to, finding their anagrams. Oh, they, they, they do it. Yeah, they do a lot of them. Uh, is that an anagram or an, a, a, uh, an acronym? I think it's an acronym, right? An anagram is when you mix the letters up, but an acronym is the first letter of You're each right. way. That's why you were the real teacher. Because remember, we the substitute. Because we used to make those acrostic poems <laughs> yeah. when we were, we were. Yeah, I had the worst ones. Jeff. 
was like the worst way. Like f- find four adjectives to describe you with the letters <laughs> of your name. And I was like, J- I was like, Jo- joyful oh like there it is exuberant yeah yeah like i was also i was in, felicitous i was third grade yeah fat i think i wrote fat on one yeah. of, and like didn't get in trouble but like they were like you're right i think that's one of daniel soto's favorite jokes of mine is when i was a kid the bullies called me fat matt or really fat matt they weren't creative <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really, yeah i had to do i still remember when this kid yelled uh, in sixth grade yelled you waddle when you walk at me when i was running up the oh, stairs and i will remember that forever and yeah. i can beat up those every, kids who were indelible i can beat the shit out of everyone i graduated with except that one kid yeah he went he became a bodybuilder oh and he's like still i mean that yeah. kid that man well, bodybuilders aren't fighters though that, that doesn't matter man you that's could probably like, lift me but you can't beat me. Yeah, yeah i'll make sure to call you if i'm ever attacked by a stack of weights yeah exactly but on top of that I don't think he's not doing other stuff either. Oh, like, because he was a wrestler. He's lifting and taking crop. Yeah, he's probably so, he's probably yeah. doing okay. He's one of those guys that's like, just in case I need to fight six people at the same yeah. time. Like, you never know. Huey, check out Nerd with Dre and Jeff wherever Jeff May's podcasts are found. That's it's a monthly show I do with Dre Alvarez called Nerd. You can How many hear. podcasts do you have? It's too many. I yeah. have four regular. Sh- I have four regular shows. I have two monthly shows. Uh, I have kind of a third one, but unfortunately, I had to. Uh, it had to pull away, which if it is still available, one of the uh, one of the I'll record a podcast with you tiers on the Patreon did open up. I did not advertise it. I don't know if, if by the time this is released, if I will have advertised it. Oh. But uh, yeah, if you, if you want me to record a podcast with you, you can go and plan for that tier. There is one slot open. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah, that it went it went real fast. But then oh, unfortunately, sure. uh, unfortunately, my very, very good co-host uh, got hit by the hurricane and he's like, I got. I have to, I have money I got to use yeah, in other ways. Other and I'm like, stuff. dude, I was like, Appreciate please. Yeah. Like, I was like, Fix don't. your house, man. He, he was like so apologetic. Well, he was like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, dude, you worry about your, yeah, your spot your life, right there. Bro. Like yeah. you're, you're, you're awesome. You're yeah. doing great. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'll be here for you. And right. even, I'm like, and I kind of know, even if that slot is taken, I'm like, I'll probably still do the show for you if you want Bunk. me to. Yeah. Like, there you go. That guy's great. Um, Rudy Daft Punk has an anime, Rueda, and it's called Interstellar 5555. Jeff hates competitive fun. <laughs> See, that's the that's Dictionary. both. That's J, uh, Jeff that's has the, cool. For, that's JHCF, that's but also you don't even See like sports. Right? Yeah. You see that? That's right. Uh, Goji, Gregorio, Kool-Aid Molotov wants to remind everyone that fascism is bad and punching Nazis is cathartic. It's also just good. It's good yeah. for the world to do that. Pick uh, the right Nazis. Shout out to Gerard Ruane. Yeah, right. <laughs> shout out to Farty Marty, who has devoted his life to being upwind from Jeff in case, quote, the great air biscuit arrives as foretold. That's a lot. I think some. I must have said on a podcast that I that I, mentioned, I referred to a fart as an air biscuit, floating an air biscuit. And wow. they, they must have done that. Uh, and then finally, eat and die, Grand Canyon. Uh, a lot of Grand Canyon hate out there. I mentioned on a podcast that I don't give a shit about the Grand Canyon. Oh. That was on a, I think it was on an unpopular opinion where I was like, why should I give a shit about the Grand Canyon? And they're like, well, you got to go to see it. And I'm like, if I uh. go there, I'll look at it and I'll be like, yeah, that's what it looks like on the postcards. Right. Like, I don't, I don't have that reverence of the majesty of nature. Cause like for me, nature was always work. Right. Growing up, it was always right. like, oh, I have to chop I'm wood. I'm going to have to chop wood, get ready for the yeah. winter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, uh, I think it was, I think I've, as I've grown older, I've grown more of an appreciation for that kind of stuff. But I remember being in my mid twenties and we were in Italy. We're in Italy just driving. And somebody, somebody, a British friend was like, isn't this gorgeous? Isn't this amazing? And I was like, 
this looks like where I grew up, only it's colder. <laughs> and that was it. That was my comment on freaking Italy. And people are like, people, we were in Monfalcone, Italy. It's southern sh- tip. It's so sh- Yeah. It, it was it, a terrible thing to say. Uh, I was like, that was the ignorance of my youth. If you would like me to uh, read your name and and, and uh, wax poetic about it with my guests, head on over to patreon.com slash Jeff May and sign up for that producer tier. There are a couple spots that are open. I know some people were in a recession. Some people have been oh. have been leaving. Uh-huh. Uh, and I take that. I take nothing personally in that regards. But that means that those tiers are opening up. So if you want that, why don't you go ahead and go for that? Uh, I sure do appreciate that because we're doing all sorts of things to try to get this uh, patron count up. E.E. E. Cummings, great poetic name. Yeah, that is a gal that'll steal Dan Gunning. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that not, oh, this guy. 311 out the old school. Holy crap. That was great. You know what's funny? Beautiful Disaster by 311 is one of my favorite songs of all time. But 311 is one of my least favorite bands of right? all time. Isn't yeah. that crazy? How it's so weird how people that People that happens. you hate can create something that you love. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it is what it is. It's fine. I have no problem with that. Um. Two things I want to talk about before we go. Uh, one, you actually, as I was going through your IMDb, something um, interested me in that you are actually, inadvertently, you were in a movie with one of my other guests. Oh. Uh, one of my previous guests. You were you and Dana Gould uh, were in the same movie. Oh. Uh, you were both in Tales of Halloween. Which I is, love Dana uh, Gould. I didn't know he was in that. He That's plays. Amazing. He plays a the well, like a. a it was a collection was, of short stories. Yeah, it's so, an anthology. Yeah, um, and he was in it along oh with some God. other people that I that I know are in there. But uh, that was the first one. That's the first time I think I've had a co- a co star. I mean, obviously, you didn't film together at all. No. And you're in different stories, right? But I found that very interesting. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Holy so, cow! So you, I'm guessing that uh, I I don't remember which part. I didn't have time to watch Tales of Halloween. I have seen it before, um, but. I'm, were you playing some kind of a Michael Myers type? Or? I was a creature. Okay. Uh, I remember wearing like a skin skirt and it was like a, a horned ginormous creature. I was oh, doing creature really? work on it. Really? So, uh, yeah. It was, was a stunt like? night. it was a stunt night. Uh, they ask you if you're claustrophobic first. Yeah. And you go, no, I'm fine. And then they trap you in this in this uh, helmet kind of a deal. And the guy, the guy that was doing the makeup for me like had like black... Uh, uh, blackened my eyes oh yeah of course yeah stuff like that and like they it do was for also, batman right exactly exactly and then it was like an adhesive too for the for the for it the, was like a neoprene kind of yeah a, to stick the stuff yeah, to your face basically to just trapped me in this thing and we're like okay how's your depth perception i was like non-existent and they were like we're gonna get you down the stairs and so basically all i had to do was walk down an alley as this giant being that's a monster in yeah. huge boots how long did that take to get in the makeup Three hours. Three hours. That's not bad. That's no. not bad. When you look at like my how buddy long and took- I, we were we were um, dead bodies that were found uh, drowned underwater. So we had to be molted, and they airbrushed us. They air makeup did airbrush stuff on us for six hours. Really, to get like you a six hour temporary tattoo that we were just like, <gasps> and every little every little jolt kind of tickles a little bit to oh, the geez. point that you're just like oh my god this is starting to feel like torture oh wow I'm like oh my god but we looked amazing really oh, yeah they did such dude i have such a respect for makeup artists and hair people those guys they put up with all this bullshit too Label. they put up with bullshit from actors who were like well i'm fine i don't really... and and they put up with that and then they make they make you look amazing like the creature ones the the people who have to do like creature makeup and stuff holy cats I uh I remember I uh, a friend of mine had written 
for a, a a comedy story from a horror anthology. Oh. And she like last minute was like, hey, can you be my murderer? Yes. And dude. so, yeah. And I was on this thing called The Things That Haunt Us, which is a, a much less lower budgeted um, oh. version of what you were doing. Or, That's crazy. Um, I had to uh, kill my very good friend, Jasmine Wathar. Oh. Um, who she also was the writer of of the um, and she played uh, Junie and and uh, God I forget what the name of the actual what the name of our segment was but it's like something about a dead stop or something like that. Um, just a brilliant, hilarious person that, awesome. that had me on there to like murder her. Yeah, and I'm just like, all right, that sounds good. But Dude. like it was there was like one where they put they did like um scratches on my face oh and right so like the, and just watching the makeup artists do that and like all the it's incredible all the shit they do it's so the zombie impressive. stuff the zombie stuff i remember we were doing a zombie one and um and uh, one of the makeup artists like some uh, so the supply for something had dwindled and they're like well just let's just get some kleenex and they like crumpled up kleenex and then like adhesed it to the face somehow mm -hmm. um and it looked like your your skin was just like flaying and it was amazing. It's crazy it what they amazing. can do. Yeah. There was a girl when I, I doubled a guy on um on this uh phobias it was called. And it was in that was recent. That was 2021. Fairly recent, yeah. yeah. So uh I doubled Jerry Potter, he's an older gentleman, mm -hmm. uh gets hit by a car. So I doubled him. So uh they had to put me in like a full ball cap and then like give me a beard and all this stuff. And there the woman that does the makeup for the walking dead was in charge. Oh wow. And so I had a young lady who was like meticulously doing stuff and it was amazing and she was great. And then the lady from The Walking Dead came in and goes, Oh, I think he kind of needs it. And she just and like in like seconds was just like, okay. And here he goes. And yeah. I was like, oh my God. Well, I'm assuming you did that quick. And she's like, well, when you're on Walking Dead and you've got to do all these zombie kind of yeah, things. Yeah, she must have worked people. for yeah. Greg Nicotero then, huh? She may have. Yeah, like I would assume because I know he was like the guy. Oh, like, that's so right. Greg Nicotero is like yeah. he's like the Walking Dead guy. Yeah. So that's wow, his baby. That, yeah, yeah. That's that's wild to See? to work under him. That would oh, be like making creatures. It would be like working. Be like, yeah, I studied under Stan, Stan Winston. Stan Winston. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wow. Okay, yeah. Well, I guess I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna trust you there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, you have a deep IMDb, and and it seems like you're getting and a I lot have of to stunts. Add some credits now too. You do. Oh yeah. What what do you got? What do you got to add in there? I just got to work on uh, Rookie Feds again, and I got to work on Rookie again, and I got to work on Lone Star again. You've been so, working the nine one one Lone Star a lot, huh? Dude, they're, the they're coordinator keeping... on that saved me. Really, as far as my career goes, Buddy loves sauced ham, and uh, his that's a, that's a name, huh? It's uh, the, the love is. Uh, because he loves everybody. It's oh. Buddy Sauced Hand. Oh, nice. But he goes by Buddy Love because everybody loves him and he loves everybody. Yeah. And he's amazing. And his assistant, Coel Mahal, um, <laughs> Coel was looking for a double for somebody. And Coel's now husband, Sergey, and I used to train. Sergey Dmitriev, hello, sir. Uh, we used to train over at Bob Yerkes's way back in the day. Bob Yerkes is a Stunt because legend. I'm guessing it's a stunt. Right? Stunt legend. Yeah. His backyard was used for uh, the. Um, there's a scene where, this is the closest I'll get to Star Wars knowledge for you at all. I'll go but on. There's a scene where, one of the guys gets thrown into the Sarlacc pit. I guess. Yeah. yeah is yeah. that what it is? So they did that in Bob Yerkes's backyard. Oh, cool. Did a Russian swing. Russian swing. The guys in the thing. I think it might have been Larry. Um, Larry something. Um, 
and he gets Russian Swarm, so, and then they do the thing, and that was Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Return so, of the Jedi. Stunts. Yeah. I want to talk about stunts for a second because yeah. you're on a lot. So I've one of the things I want to know about stunts, uh, about about stunt performers specifically, is like I know everybody has specialties. Some people are combat things, but like, so what do you do? You are you constantly like taking classes? Are you a, can, do you stunt drive? As I, well, I want to take the. They have a course. Yeah, there's a course that you can take, but it ain't cheap. No, so you, it's an investment. You're and, probably not gonna. But you're too big to stunt drive, though, right? Like, I don't think so. I think there are spots for me. If you're a good driver, they've they'll find room for you, dude. Mm -hmm. Um, Corey Eubanks is not a small person, so yeah. yeah, uh, that guy, that guy gets that guy gets all the driving stuff. Okay, uh, my buddy, my buddy, uh, Ross, Ross Sharphorn, mm -hmm. known as a driver, he's. I got him by a couple inches and a couple pounds, but he's not he's not slight of frame either. Okay. Um, so there's room. What are your specialties? These days, I'm good at brawls. Yeah. I'm if I'm marketing myself to people, I'm the guy who's comfortable with dialogue. Okay. That's, yeah, a, that's a rare breed. Oh yeah, that's like a, still like a an rarity. Acting stunt yeah, performer, that's yeah. still a rarity, and we're in that hybrid world now where they're like where coordinators are looking for guys who can do that kind of stuff are you but, sag yeah okay so yeah yeah so, so you can legally do that too oh right? yeah yeah that's just it well that was the thing was when you're hired on a stunt contract it's it's the same as a daily yeah and so there was there was a time where we would improvise stuff and start yelling things and the director would be like no no, no. and the coordinator's like no he's on a daily you don't have to pay him extra for this oh he's yeah. already on a daily so let him throw out some stuff yeah so um we're doing vice we're doing the movie vice that's right and, uh, matt champagne was in that too Ma i was i was literally yes. gonna say another another How la la comedian staple matt champagne because right? he great? did the the wolfie i got you know yeah. he did that he, he, he actually got line, hired yeah. to act in that i got hired to be a pair of hands during a, a, a waterboarding, waterboarding scene yeah. yeah so uh so they hired this kid to uh be like the the translator on it they found a kid who was doing construction on the show and found out that he spoke Farsi. And so they were like, okay, so we we're going to, we're going to, so it was his very first gig and he was nervous and, you know, wasn't quite bringing the energy they needed. Mm -hmm. So the AD comes up to me and goes, Matt, Adam just wants you to lose your on this guy for like a minute. Just who's your target? Where, where's the, who are you working for? He wants a lot of F bombs. He wants a lot of rage. Yeah. Uh, just lose your on this guy for, for a while action i went it. for it yeah and i'm going for it and full like minute and i'm up in his face and uh and i pull away one time he looks up at the kid and the kid's terrified of me now all right <laughs> so he looks up at the kid and he goes says something and i was like what do you say what did you say and the kid goes he says he doesn't know i was like you don't know you don't know and i keep losing it for like a minute to a minute and a half wow and then we finish and the sound guy comes up to me and he goes hey man you got to warn me if you're going to yell like that. And I was like, no, but oh, yeah. I'm yeah, that's because it probably blew his, yeah. his ears out, huh? Yeah, at the beginning there, yeah. He was like, he had he had dialed it back so that they could use some of the footage, but he was like, man. So I was like, well, I went for it. Oh, yeah. As directed, but yes, I also apologize. I, I um, feel like the sound guy should have known that if you're being told to, that you have to go for it, that he should be ready for that. You would think though, so, yeah. but he was ready for he was ready for a level of somebody with less intensity. Oh, okay. It yeah. was like it was like did I that wasn't take it used? Oh yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah. So that's the take that went. That's the take that went. Oh hell yeah! It was one take. They were. I'm water. I'm waterboarding my poor buddy Omid yeah. the entire day, 
at to poor the guy. That, yeah. And we're doing take after take after take and it's still not what Adam wants. And so Adam does the thing for me and I do it and he's like, great cut. Now we got what we wanted. And, and I come out like, what the f man? Yeah, I come out, I come out and he's like, that was terrifying. And I was like, that's what you asked for, right? He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I was like, good. Then we're good. He's like, yeah, we're good. So uh, poor Omid went through the whole waterboarding thing. I called him the next day and I was like, hey, man, just call him to see how you're holding up. He's like, I got a little PTSD, but I'm, I'm going to be fine. And I was like, dude, you put in a day. He's like, yeah. So then is the there movie, a bump for that for getting oh, yeah. waterboarded? Oh, dude, he must have he must have gotten paid handsomely. That's legitimate torture. Yeah, yeah. he, he must have. I hope he got paid handsomely because, oh, um, yeah he really sold out on that like and that was the that was the the bad part of it was he auditioned for that role he went through all the waterboarding and then when the movie came out they cut to it and it's his feet and then it's me screaming oh, that and, poor bastard and i was like i did one take and got to got to have my stuff in the but that's the thing is that's that's my selling point is that i'm comfortable with dialogue i can create my own yeah. whatever you need and i'm doing fights i do fights and i they call it a ground pounder it's not a specialty but it is kind of weird that it's becoming a little less regular that there are guys who hit hard yeah that was the thing i worked for norm howe he's a he's in this uh he's in stunts unlimited mm -hmm. and it's one of the groups and they have a page that you can become a member of to like market yourself, but you have to be vouched for by one of the members. So Norm's vouching for me and his opening quote is Matt hits hard. And I was like, that's all I need is Norm Howe saying that I'll hit hard. And that's yeah. my selling point. Is that so a selling point or do yeah. you not, do people not yeah. want you, they want you to pull your punches. They don't want that. They want you to hit hard. When, when they say hit hard, it's not that I hit hard in a fight. It's uh -huh. not that I'm going to destroy oh, that you, other guy. That you it's elevate. That, it's that if I have to fall off a picnic table onto the ground. Okay. It's going to be. Yeah. You know, you're going to drop that. You're yeah. going to do that. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That was jarring. That was a jarring uh, thing. I was like, yeah. he's going to destroy this couch. Nah. Um, okay. So, uh, I find you very fascinating. If if you are listening to this, because uh, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, but if you're, a do we? <laughs> kind of. This this let's make this a three hour one yeah. for these for for your Patreon folks. I'm paying by the hour for edit for by the minute for editing. There we go. Uh, no, but, um, so uh, for those of you that want to follow Matt, follow him on Twitter while it still exists at midmerch m i d m e r c h and at matt underscore merchant which is spelled exactly the way it sounds on instagram uh, i'm assuming you don't want people to find you on facebook or anything I'm, like I'm, that that's fine if they do but is, i mean is you've there, already given me is, is there stunt social media or is that is, you guys on a discord pages. server or something yeah they're they're pages like on facebook and stuff but it's the stunt groups and right. it's basically for us trying to help each other find work uh so I, I like that. Yeah, I, I do it's like awesome, that. Dude. I like that a lot. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more. If you are a Patreon subscriber, stick around because Matt and I are going to be talking a little bit. But Matt, do you have anything else to plug other than uh, find a holiday boyfriend available on Tubi <laughs> and Pluto TV streaming? It's that season, man. If you if you want to if you want to say something nice about a holiday boyfriend too, I'd appreciate that. If you want to see me, which, which the, I think the reviews could benefit from that. If you uh, if you have if you have negative things to say, I can't I can't be the kind of guy that's like don't say the negative stuff because i want you to have an honest experience with it but yeah but you don't have to write it down well you can 
you can, and I appreciate anybody who watches. No, it, it, it's so. watch Matt be wildly discordantly terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> from yeah, from, it, the, it felt like it felt like two different movies were being made. Yeah. Our DP was like, "This could be a horror film," and I feel like easily she was, twistable. Yeah, uh, yeah, I feel like she was destined to make that a horror yeah. film. Could be. Real. There's a clip where I seriously look like Michael Myers walking into the house. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, like there, there was because <laughs> the way you frame because you're about a foot taller than this woman. I'm a big boy, and yes. and, and it's Compared funny to, to her. Yeah, she yeah. jumps up into my. And she jumps up into my uh, body one time, and it's like she had to clasp to hang on. Yeah, she's like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm gonna throw my back out trying to get up to this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else? Any shows or anything you got going on? Or late right now, I'm just loving the stunt life in TV and film. So if you see us, uh, if you're watching shows and you'd like to support stunt people, oh, let's do this. Um, we've we've had a campaign for years trying to get the stunt Oscar. Yeah, right. The Oscars don't recognize stunts. If you are a person of influence listening to this who could help, uh, our campaign is, um, I think it was uh, an Oscar for stunts, hashtag an Oscar for stunts. There there are different, there are multiple hashtags of us trying to get stunts recognized yeah. in the Oscars. So uh, that's what I'll plug. Yeah. I'll plug that. So please, Which it should be. You, yeah. You'd think. We're just trying to get a coordinator at least recognized. So yeah. that it's, because the, 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 the year that Mad Max won everything. Every clip was of, a, of an action a crazy stunt, yeah, and an insane stunt that they were doing practically, yeah, and it was amazing what yeah. they were accomplishing in that movie, and not even to get recognized. Because I think George Miller was a big proponent of the stunt Oscar. Oh, too, he might have been. He? I, I think, think Brad he said Pitt's. About I it, think yeah. Brad Pitt's getting vocal about it. Well, Brad Pitt's Brad best playing, friends are all stuntmen. Well, there's that, yeah. and Brad played Hal Needham. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's what Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who might not know, that's Hal Needham's. Well, because basically his, story him and Burt Reynolds. His best friend was his stunt double. Well, he was Burt Reynolds. Right? Well, but but be, no, no, no. I, I mean Brad Pitt because the oh. and it's the I forget the guy, but the director of Deadpool and um yeah, yeah Bullet yeah. Train yeah 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 and yeah and so like they're like they're like best they buds, were buds right yeah and he's like and I've seen this guy grow and flourish yeah and that's the beauty is watching stunt people become directors Shauna Duggins is one of the more recent ones that I've heard yeah she was she was coordinating nine one one. And now people are like, oh, T.R. Turner's coordinating that because Sean has gone on to start directing stuff. It's, and you're like, good for you guys. J.J. Perry side, side just, note. Did, um, just did a zombie thing with Jamie Foxx. It is wild to me how many super hot stunt people there are out there. Dude. And then I'm like, yeah, I guess it makes sense with athletic people. Yeah. But at the same time, I, you know, you see someone and you're like, man, your face doesn't even show up on the camera. Right. Look at that. Look and at you're that so face. Gorgeous. Yeah. There are those pictures where it's always like, you know, these are the doubles. These are the doubles. And you're always like, oh, my God, Renee Moneymaker is gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, my God, Jesse Graff, stunning. All well, I had an ex that was women. a body double and and she was absolutely stunning. Yeah. And, and, and I was just like, you should be more like. Like an actory about right, that, you know. Right. Um, well, I think that's what's nice about the hybrid stuff is that it is these beautiful women are going to get opportunities yeah. where it's like, oh, you can also you can also act in this stuff. Too. Yeah, oh, it has yeah. a pro wrestling energy to it, where it's right. like doing the stunts, taking the yeah. bumps, but also having the mic work and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, if you want to hear more from me, if you if you are listening to this episode for the first time, thank you. Uh, you that means you're probably Matt's family, right? I or thank you as well. Thanks, yeah. mom and dad. Thanks, thanks for coming by. But yeah, I have lots of really great shows, including Tom and Jeff Watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Network. You can also hear uh, me on Unpopular Opinion, as well as You Don't Even Like Sports, which is a sports podcast for people that hate sports. 
Sports. Think Comedy 3030, both on the Unpops Network. Uh, and if you are listening to me here for free, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Jeff May, where you can have early uncensored access to the episodes with bonus content, as well as monthly shows like Nerd, which is also available for free here. Uh, but you can also hear Ugg Fine. We have a podcast with Kim Crawl and many other things that are coming. I'm going to start doing some more writing, especially during the holiday nice. season. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to spoil what I want to write about, but people right. would know it if it's if they know me. Um, it's but again, about the Grand Canyon. If, find me uh, on social media at Hey There Jeffro, H-E-Y-T-H-E-R-E-J-E-F-F-R-O. And if you want to see me live, of course, my monthly show, Mint on Card, is at Blast from the Past on the second Friday of every month. It's awesome. Beautiful Magnolia and down yeah. in Burbank, California. Um, so come on you down. You get great the- guests there. We got our, our, we've made it a point to make it so that people are fans of the show. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily, I guarantee a, a competent and good comedy show. Oh, and dude. so, and so people are come here because they, they like the show, which is a lot different than they like the one comic. You know? Right, like right, right. We try to build but a very the, good. There are solid comics coming through too. Oh, we have so good comics on get, the show, yeah. That's what I'm saying is you have. That's a great show. We have shows where, where like three or four national headliners yeah. will, will be on oh, the yeah. thing. And then like, and usually the other people are, are people that I think are up and coming that are very, very funny that I think. They're about to do, they're going to work their, uh, their Kimmel show yeah. material. Oh yeah. Yeah. We had somebody that was in town in LA and she, I actually heard her cause she had applied to another show that I, and I heard the set oh. while I was, it was to Val's show and I heard the set and I was like, give me this girl's contact right, info. Right. I, I, I want to see now. if she wants the spot. Yeah. Cause she was like, oh, you know, she, she wants to do this. She's going to be in town these dates. And I was like, well, that's when mint on card is. So let's, right. let's get her on the show. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. And just, you know, it's about, um, it's about booking that the people that you know will succeed on mm-hmm. the show. And, and, and it's really fun. Uh, it's a weird style of doing comedy in a store that's uh, open super with brightly the lights lit. on yeah yeah it's, it's brightly lit as far as uh from a performer standpoint but as far as an audience standpoint you feel safer in that kind, kind of, of but people some the last one people were like afraid to laugh oh and that's then, a shame and then at the end i was like did you guys have a good time and they exploded and i was like where was this energy during the show yeah velvet gloved audience yeah right that's what it yeah. always is it's, uh, they're always the most appreciative yeah. but they're trying to be respected <laughs> if you yeah. if you're listening for free thank you so much we'll see you in two weeks if you are listening on the patreon we'll see you in i don't know 20 seconds uh matt say goodbye bye bye hey everyone our Artwork is created by Justin T. Brown, who can be found at Artness by Justin Brown on Instagram, as well as artnessbyjustinbrown.com. That dope music you heard is by Troy Nababon, available at Troy Nababon on Instagram, as well as at troynababon.com. Nababon is spelled N-A-B-A-B-A-N, and boy, does that shred. Thank you all so much for listening. See you next time.